All right, all right, back again with another one. It's English and Coffee. It's your wonderful host, Demion. And today we're sitting outside of Burger King, definitely doing something different. Don't know how this one will come out. I mean, it'll come out supreme premium as usual, but just with the new locale, different situation, different energy. <clears throat> also, I'm just coming back from a fishing trip that I took with my sister. We went out to this little area called Bellhaven. You probably have heard about me talk about it in some of my older podcasts, but this time uh, we went back out there. So this is coming off of a year of no fishing. Went out there with my sister, christened the rods, you know, got back on it, saw some interesting things. I'll talk a little bit about that, but also some of this uh, shush, we'll call it, uh, that I'm seeing on YouTube here lately. So let's go ahead and take a customary sip. I've got a nice coffee today, mocha. Uh, it's not a frap. It's not from McDonald's, but um, whatever iced coffee the Burger King is serving up these days. And that's what we've got for the drink. Hope you got your cups. Let's go. So let me just go ahead and jump in with this social media hoopla. Um, as you know, I watch edutainment on YouTube. Um, it's not a particular channel, but it's just a series of programming that I watch, shows that give you something that you can take away and actually use in real life. But here lately, what YouTube has done is incorporate the TikTok aspect into their video algorithm. So they have these YouTube shorts, these little 45 second, 30 second videos that they put in. I mean, one, yes, they're addictive, but two, they're, most of them are completely pointless. Uh, you watch one, there's 50 more, next thing you know, an hour's gone by. But they have a lot of these up here, and uh, one of the things that kind of stuck out is that vanity seems to be where most of the people gain their popularity from. They get up here and they post all these videos, you know, about their face. I guess somebody told them they were attractive at one point, so they just sit there and take video after video of video of headshots. And I guess they're making a silly face, put that in air quotes, and everybody votes it up. So, you know, they get like a million likes or something just because they have a cute face or something. But the problem with this is that these people become so psychologically dependent on uh, evaluation of others, you know, validation from other people. They're waiting for somebody to tell them they look good, waiting for somebody to tell them that they've done something cool, like they need that approval. So this is a problem that's created. And you normally see it mostly with the younger generation because, I mean, TikTok and YouTube shorts, this is for the young people. I mean, it's entertaining to the mature audience, but... um. It's a double-edged sword. They get on there. You you hear about a lot of the uh, YouTubers that make their career off of their appearance, you know, their vanity, you know, being vain. They go up there and um, once the people get in there and start giving them negative feedback, tell them, oh, you got a pimple on your forehead or your nose is crooked or something like that. Then they get this complex that they already had, but it was just hidden, but it just adds to the existing issues that were already there. And then they just disappear for a couple months and they come back and said they had to take a break because they couldn't handle the negative feedback. Well, you kind of put yourself up there and made a whole career about how you look. You know, you cut your hair and you ask people for feedback on it. You want to cut your hair, cut your hair. You want to dye your hair, dye your hair. You want to eat what you want to eat. If you sit there and ask people for feedback on it, I mean, it's just like people begging for attention. But then at the same time, we give them attention by watching these videos. I watch them for entertainment sometimes, but I could do without it a lot. Like I said, I prefer edutainment, where you actually get something useful, whether it's somebody in the kitchen or 
somebody breaking down something, you know, for me in Russian. I mean, they have plenty of English videos up here. Good quality videos where you can actually get something they can use. Uh, something on the topic of interest, business, science, physiology, whatever rocks your boat. Um, but there is also an element of uh, negativity with this whole social media. I ended up falling into this YouTube hole the other day. And I watched this video on Detroit. Now, they were showing Detroit's most gangster, or most hood areas, as they called it. And they went to some of the just most ratchet areas you could ever go. Ratchet is just run down. People just with low morals uh, live. And, I mean, it was just so many people. Like, they were all in the street, out there, doing drugs, drinking. Nothing positive. Um... These are areas where cops don't even go. Like, if you get shot or hurt in one of the areas like that, then you might as well hang it up. You're going to have to defend yourself because it's just a places where ambulances don't even go. But they took this camera there, and um, you just saw people openly stealing from the store, yelling, cursing at the gas station attendants, you know, threatening to fight them. It was just a nasty little thing. But here's the thing. You wouldn't know about that unless you were being force-fed this on these social media sites because they'll sit there and they recommend these shows like nothing just pops up by chance in your feed you know when you're scrolling through your videos those videos aren't random there's an algorithm based on things that you've watched in the past if somebody says something or you hear something or they got your little geo marketing tracker on that's how they know what to put in your little YouTube feed it's it's crazy how they do it but I mean they're studying us just as much as we're studying them, but I mean, they're actually using it to kind of control the populations in a sense to uh, feed people one way or the other, especially when you have a lot of these political campaigns and laws and acts and different things trying to be passed. They'll sit here and just flood social media with messages, you know, leftism, rightism, all these different things, Democratic, Republican, doesn't matter. Um, but they do that to create controversy, keep people on edge. Then they follow up with it in the news, the media. That's why I don't really watch the news. You're never going to hear them say, oh, January 17th, great day. Nobody died. Uh, money's up. Everybody gets a right. You never hear anything like that. It's always, we have a bombing over here in Syria or bank deficit and a million dollar, trillion dollar debt or NASA coming out with a new shuttle you know, failed experiment, explosion. Yeah, I mean, those are the kind of things you hear all day long. So if you just sit there and listen to the news, you live in a state of fear. That's why you have to listen to, listen to it sparingly. But if you do check the news, you always cross-check it. Don't just take one source. The, what's on TV is one thing. What's on the radio is another. Internet, social media. But you got to do your own reading and then make your own deduction from that. You know, deduce your own truth. Because if you just take it, you know, verbatim off of what somebody says, then I mean, you're going to be twisted all the way around. So now that that's out the way, let me tell you a little bit about uh, what happened out there in Bellhaven. So we went out there, picked up some bait as per usual. Kid likes to fish with um, shrimp and bait. I prefer to use lures. Today I didn't catch any fish. Today was her day, her day, which was great because my whole reason for getting back out there after a year was to make sure my sister had a good time. We went out there, we caught some uh, drum, you know, they weren't bull drum, they were red drum, 
not black drum, but red drum. So it's got like a purplish, I don't even know why they call them red, but it's like a purplish, goldish, tealish colored fish. It's beautiful fish. When it's in the water, when it's alive, when it's vibrant, the colors are electric. And it has this little spot on the tail. Now, I think she caught either three or four. Nice little bites. It was very windy, very windy. I mean, the wind, wind was trying to blow us off of the bank, but we fought through it, drove all the way out there. It was maybe about, I don't know, 60, 65 miles away from where my mother lives. You know, I took my sister out there, showed her a good time. Then we came back, picked up some grub from this little spot called Ernie's, something she wanted to show me. Um, I've never eaten there before. It's not a little, it's a little hole in the wall, but the sandwich was actually pretty good. Um, I tend to kind of stay away from little local spots like that. I go to a few local yokel areas, but, um, you know, I cook in the kitchen, so most of the time I'm going to eat what I cook. But I went over there and um, had, I think, a pepper steak sandwich with some fries. It's pretty interesting. She bought one for for me, herself, and my mother, so we all chowed down on that in between mask rotations, you know. Got to keep it safe, keep it easy. Let's see, Dogecoin. Are you guys keeping up with that? I don't really follow it too much. I mean, I can't help but be exposed to it, being that I'm in the market. Uh, I think they had a run, and everybody's expecting this whole Saturday Night Live prediction for it to jump to a dollar. may jump to a dollar, but I mean, I'm sure after that, it's going to go back to whatever it was doing. whole thing with cryptocurrency... Nobody really understands it that's just getting into it now. The people that understand it are the people that were rocking with it from the very beginning. Um, I haven't done my research on it. I mean, I have a small position, but I'm just not like, oh, Dogecoin, Dogecoin. I'm not just going to go throw money into a freaking dog, you know, a little coin with a dog's face on it. I mean, that's the farthest thing from money. So basically, it's just a momentum play. You, know, you can play out the momentum, but I wouldn't put any serious coin in it. That's just me. You know, I'm not looking for a get-rich-quick scheme. And that's what it is. You know, if somebody just says, calls himself the Doge Father and it goes up, I mean, then there's really no, as they say, fundamental base on it. There's really nothing grounding it. It's just a meme. It started off as a joke. It is a joke. But, you know, the joke's making money. So, I mean, you can't deny that people have made thousands and thousands and thousands. I think some people even became millionaires off of it, but... I don't follow trends. I'm not going to follow the crowd. Um, but if that's what you do and you get a small gain from it or a big gain, I mean, good deal. Do what you got to do. Money is money. doesn't matter how you get it. It's just what you do with it when you get it. Can you use that money to make more money? Or do you waste it on a 50-inch TV, right? So let's see. Let's see. Um, man, it has been a long day. I know tomorrow I'm going to talk with my friend on the phone and had somebody else. They had a birthday this weekend. They weren't really too enthused about it because they don't celebrate their birthday. Every now and then you'll run across somebody who doesn't celebrate their birthday. It's a strange occurrence. I mean, for me, because I've always celebrated my birthday, I've always thought it was a special day is the day I was born. I mean, why isn't it special? So the day you were born is a special day. So. Why wouldn't you celebrate it? But I guess it depends on what kind of upbringing you've had. If you've had one where it's been a negative experience or maybe you didn't get the gifts or maybe there wasn't, even if you didn't get gifts, you you know, your mom didn't make the special meal or 
your dad didn't take time with you. I mean, who knows how it goes, but I would always think, though, that your birthday is probably the one day, if any day, that's uh, special to most people. But different strokes, different folks. Um, I think I'll let you go with that. I'm going to keep it easy. I took off Friday, also Monday, so I'll be off this coming Monday. Just, you know, coming off that big review and things that I told you guys was coming up. I mean, we went through that with Flying Colors, as you knew we would. Did what we normally do. Knocked it out of the park. Um, next week, it'll be back to business. Same as usual. And then I think the week after that, I'll be taking two more days off. Just to wind the time down. Because every year, our company, if you don't use your personal days, they roll them over into extended leave. And extended leave, you can only cash some of that out. Can't cash it all out. But you can only cash some of that out when you actually exit the company. But you all be safe. And I will see you in the next one.